0: What's up, Internet? My name's David Webb.
1: I'm Arielle Edwards. We get Nerdy Nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you.
0: That is right. Welcome back to a Monday edition of the Nightly Morning Show here at twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly if you're catching this on youtube or on our podcast feed at a later time and or date uh please know that you can come watch this live join our chat and be a part of the show every monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday here on twitch at twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly good morning Clarus.
1: good morning
0: is it weird that this feels like it's like the first show of 2021
1: uh i mean no i i understand why you say that but it's not
0: No, I know. I I know it's not, but I always get this weird feeling that I'm, like, that, like, Christmas happens and then it's the new year. But there's, like, this weird week in between.
1: I know. It's, like, this, like, void Mm -hmm. in the year where, like, people are, like, in food comas and, like, don't function, I feel like. (laughs) Like, you're allowed, like, that one week of the year where you can just, like, vegetable yeah you know
0: yeah and meanwhile we're like okay so we have like nine youtube videos to make and we have three yeah. podcasts that we have to make in the next five days and mm-hmm. it's gonna be fine it's
1: great it's gonna be
0: fine it's lots sh- to do we're
1: gonna start off the new year strong start off the
0: new year strong going into 2021 with um just uh, just an incredible community uh mm-hmm. that has been supporting the nerdy nightly for six months now
1: yeah
0: over six months uh which is really really wild yeah. Yeah. Really insane that we have been doing this for as long as we have. Cuz what uh the Twitch channel, I started streaming on Twitch on June 2nd, I think.
1: Something like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, gosh, that's 7 months ago. Yeah. And or no, 6 months ago. 6. June, July, August, September, October, November, December. 7 yeah, months ago. 7 months ago. Math.
1: Math. We're great at it.
0: Guys, don't you just love people who count with their fingers? How are you feeling today, a little attacked? A
1: little bit, yeah. A little little bit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, other than that, I mean, I was having a good morning, but...
0: where are you? I'm so tired.
1: I, I am also a little sleepy. It was, like, really weird. We got woken up in the middle of the night because there was, like, a weird, like, rainstorm.
0: Mm-hmm. But it
1: was, like, kind of almost cold enough for it to be, like, sleet, so it was, like, really loud. That was awful. Like, it kind of sounded like hail, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. It was very weird, and we were like, what the fuck, what's going on? Like,
0: yeah, I did not sleep all last night, which no. is fine. I don't need sleep. Mm. I run on coffee.
1: Yeah, that's what that that's what that mug is for.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: I feel like most of the world runs on coffee. I feel like you're not alone. In the
0: America world. runs on Dunkin'. That's actually not true. It's really no. just like the northeastern United States run on Dunkin'. Yeah. Yeah
1: yeah it's only you can't
0: even get Dunkin' in a lot of parts of the united states which i found out while i was on tour and i was like do you have a Dunkin' donuts and they're like no and i was like where do i get donuts here and they're like we don't really have donuts in this town and i was like you are are you okay are people here all right like rude i know and with you know with them saying like that america has like the highest obesity problem in the united in the world i just figured that that was because there were great donuts everywhere and it's not like people are getting fat off of other stuff too (laughs)
1: Who would have thunk? It's not just donuts. <laughs> wow, wow! Strong start to the show. <laughs> Strong
0: start to the show. Start. I think I just offended all the Americans. So, um,
1: I mean, as long as you're included in that category, I think it's fine.
0: Only half of me is half American. Of you.
1: This half of you is offended.
0: <laughs> Richardson Seven in the chat says donuts are a gateway food. Gateway to what? What is less healthy than a donut?
1: Um, probably like
0: we're gonna take fluff. we're gonna take bread we're going to stuff it full of sugar donut frosting.
1: Burger. and
0: you know what I've actually had that
1: wait I'm sorry that's a real thing yeah
0: it, it's um
1: deep fried Oreos
0: deep fried Twinkies oh mm-hmm. yeah our chat is coming through with the donut unhealthy stuff I've, I've had the donut fried chicken sandwich it's a Krispy Kreme um, and then a piece of fried chicken and then a crispy cream.
1: It's two donuts? It's not a donut cut in half?
0: No, it's, it's two donuts. It's two Krispy Kreme donuts. Which I think individually have like... <laughs> a
1: bar of uranium. 300 um,
0: calories. So.
1: Mercury. Mercury is Mercury. less healthy than a donut. <laughs> um, wow. That is... Wow. Uh, that honestly sounds unappetizing. I'm not going to lie. I'm
0: not going to lie. It was the greatest thing I've ever tasted. Right. For like, I, I wish I'd eaten half of it. Okay. Because I did not feel. Actually, you know what? Cutting well, the donut the in half might have been the smarter thing to do. Well,
1: that's why I'm like, you know what? If it was like half a donut, like if it, if it, here's the thing, if it was a donut cut in half, I'd probably maybe like be able to eat half of it. But like, I can hardly eat a donut. Like they're just so. I
0: mean, you can hardly eat most full things.
1: That's not true.
0: I get a lot. I, I get a lot of my nutrition from what is left on your plate when you're done eating. Okay.
1: That is not true. <laughs> I usually leave like, a little bit left over, you know, because I'm nice. It's like a, a treat.
0: <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> Should we get into the news?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we got a little sidetracked. I'm sorry. <gasps>
0: Wonder yeah. Woman 1984. Are you sick of us talking about it yet? No? Good, because it's the only thing that happened. Yeah. Wonder Woman 1984 officially came out in American theaters as well as in canada Mm. it has been released internationally obviously for a while and there's uh several news stories to talk about with wonder woman Mm -hmm. um the first being the good news the good news for Wonder woman is that it has taken number one at the box office uh, and has taken actually the number one spot as far as opening weekends go since the beginning of the pandemic uh it had the best opening of any film since march nice um coming in at 16.7 million dollars for its three day total um this is uh this is good news but is, is also not good news <laughs> and
1: I, I, i'm curious just before we go any further if it wasn't the pandemic and wonder Woman had opened normally what do you think their opening weekend would have been
0: see that's tough right um wonder woman 1 opened to over 100 million dollars mm-hmm. and wonder woman 2 opened to 16 percent of wonder woman 1's opening weekend uh, a sequel coming in at 16 percent of the first movie's opening weekend would
1: Normally in normal times be
0: considered oh no, it'd be considered the greatest disaster of film. Like it would be yeah. the, the Hindenburg of movie openings. Um this coming in at 16.7 million dollars is being touted as a win. Yeah. And I, I it, it is, honestly, like it is in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Um but um the the let's just quickly go through the rest of the top five of the weekend. Uh News of the World, a new Tom Hanks movie came out this weekend to $2.4 million. That came in at number two. Um, the the interesting thing about that is that it actually came in higher than uh, Monster Hunter did last week, um, which is unexpected. Um, but yeah, a new wow. Tom Hanks movie, uh, uh, an Oscar contender. The Croods, a new age, is still hanging in there now at number three um, uh, with $1.73 million. Okay. Uh, Monster Hunter is in fourth place. Uh, it has dropped uh, behind the Croods now to uh 1.125 million dollars mm-hmm. that's a drop of 48.9 million dollars from its opening weekend which is not good for that film but mm-hmm. would be really good in a normal box office a drop of 48 percent is actually considered really really solid for a box a big tentpole box office film really um yeah anything below 60 percent drop is pretty solid um from opening weekend to the second weekend mm-hmm. um in normal times would be really good, but for a movie like Monster Hunter, where it just looks like that movie's going to fall off the map really quick here. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Promising Young Woman, uh, the new film, came in at $680,000 in number five. That movie is another Oscar contender. I haven't heard of that one. uh, It looks good. Uh, I've seen a trailer for it, and it looks like an interesting film, and I'm excited to see how it does. Hmm. Uh, in the awards season, but obviously at $680,000 and its opening weekend, it's not going to make any money at the box office. No, um, But Wonder Woman 1984 did open to 16.7, which is, a, it's, it's huge for Warner Brothers. They are touting this as a massive success, uh, as well as claiming that they have um, seen that half of the accounts on HBO Max have watched this film on its opening weekend so half. okay they're saying it's half uh the last number that we saw for hbo max was 12 million subscribers i'm going to assume that a few people signed up for wonder woman after mm-hmm. we saw that number so we are looking anywhere from six to maybe eight or ten million people watching on hbo max mm-hmm. uh, and they are touting it as a huge success for that streaming service as well
1: um have they released any numbers about new signups no interesting okay
0: uh neither wonder woman in 1984 nor soul on disney plus have announced any numbers officially as far as viewership or um signups subscribers anything like that okay just curious um soul i feel like soul probably had less signups for soul than wonder woman did just because more people were already on disney plus yeah um you know one uh disney plus already had you know six times as many subscribers as, uh, Warner Brothers, HBO Max did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is interesting. It, it's just, it, it's it, anecdotally, it it's hard to compare the two. Yeah. Because Soul came out on a, such a more successful platform, at least now. I mean, obviously how yeah. successful they are ultimately will be determined years from now. But, mm-hmm. um, as far as currently, uh, Disney Plus is doing a lot better than HBO Max.
1: Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, this is coming on the news, uh, it, what seems like good news for Wonder Woman, uh, I actually, you know what, let's go into the second good news. Before we get into any of the negatives, the downsides, uh, I do want to mention that Wonder Woman has officially announced a sequel, Wonder Woman 3, yeah. um, and the uh, team of Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins have been confirmed to return as star and director, respectively, mm-hmm. and no one else was confirmed to come back. Um, Chris Wigg was not confirmed to come back in that announcement, and Chris Pine was also not confirmed to come back in that announcement, although I'm sure we'll find out from a set photo if he's going to be there. Um, how are you feeling about One Roman 3 now?
1: Um, well, <laughs> a little bit conflicted. Sure. But here's the thing, I want, I, I, w- I want to see it, and I know that we will. But I'm just I'm not gonna have high hopes. Um mm-hmm. based on Wonder Woman 2. Um because we did that. We did that. I, I was excited for it and it let me down. Yep. And so I'm just gonna go into Wonder Woman 3 and be like, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. Um Yeah, I mean I'm sure it'll be like a beautiful film to watch. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not holding on to any notions.
0: I, I I've I have hopes for Wonder Woman three. I think potential is there. You know, I think that the I think oh, there's sure. room for it to be a successful film. Sure. I think that they've put themselves in a rather tricky position with um, some of the creative decisions that were made in Wonder Woman two, um, as far as her powers and um, they you know there yeah. there's things moving forward in the DCEU that I'm I'm guessing they're gonna have to work around what happened in this movie. Um, And I'm, I'm very, I'm very curious to see, um, I'm just, I'm curious to see what happens with, uh, the DCEU moving forward as it relates to Wonder Woman Mm -hmm. now that she has the, the, I'm trying to not spoil the movie. Yes. Um, but. We're
1: not going to talk about spoilers. There is, there,
0: there, the, the, the film just raises questions about the canon of the DCEU again in a way that I was hoping it wouldn't.
1: yeah. Yeah, we need to, we need more answers and less questions,
0: please, thank yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and honestly, the film just left me with, like, a lot of, like, huh.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, Shin is saying in the chat that for Thor, you know, two was not great, but three w- was, and hopefully Wonder Woman can pull off the same kind of thing.
0: Yeah, you know what, Shin, that's actually a really good point. Wonder Woman 1984 is the Thor the Dark World of the DCEU.
1: hmm Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, it's it is Thor: The Dark so World. So if they
1: can pull off a Ragnarok, I will be very happy about that. <laughs>
0: it, yeah, I don't. I don't even want to get into why it's Thor: The Dark World, but that's hundred percent what it is. Yeah. And the movies are very, actually, very similar. Now There's that a lot I think of parallels
1: that. there that are weird to think about.
0: Especially in the end, that's really funny. Bring in the Kiwi, Richardson Seven is saying bringing the Kiwi, and you know what? If Taika Waititi wanted to do a pass on the one woman script for some comedy beats. I'd be down.
1: Mm-hmm. I, yeah. love,
0: I love him so much.
1: Yeah. Let, let that man do his thing.
0: I'm still excited. I'm still excited for Patty Jenkins' directed movie. Like, I think that, like, the direction of Wonder Woman worked for me a lot of the time. Um, it was really just the script was difficult. And she wrote the script, so that might <sighs> yeah. be part of it. But We
1: also talked about that um, we're not a huge fan of how Patty Jenkins shoots action,
0: in the sequel. I love a lot of the action in the first one. In,
1: yeah, in the first one. The, the, the sequence the, where they're yeah. taking
0: down the sniper perch in the town after yeah. the No Man's Land is incredible action.
1: But we didn't really like any of the action in this movie, and so, yeah, hopefully 3 yeah. kind of turns it around um, and renews our faith for Rogue Squadrons.
0: Patty Jenkins is doing the Squadron movie, uh, Misguided Gamers, live.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, Shin is saying ironic as Patty Jenkins was the original director for Thor The Dark World, but she disagreed with the director Marvel at the time wanted Thor to be. That is so funny that that's true.
1: Oh, I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah, she was
0: she was replaced. Patty Jenkins was a... Re- this was before she was going to direct Wonder Woman. Like, this was yeah. way back. Um, and Patty Jenkins was supposed to be the original director for Thor The Dark World. That's wildly that's hilarious. That's
1: so funny. What a weird
0: comparison yeah
1: apparently yeah mm-hmm. i've
0: always felt that wonder woman was the thor of the justice league mm-hmm. um and people i some people think that that's an insult but she like what why well because thor it, comics thor you have to understand that like comics and mo- now that the movies are are very different okay like okay. comics thor was always kind of a joke in a way to a lot of people really? it was like this weird dude who talked in like old english and so, like, in the comics, like, Thor literally talks like a Shakespearean character a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, it, it, and so it just, when I, when I would be, like, at Comic-Con arguing with people and be like, oh, no, Wonder Woman and Thor function in the same role in the Justice League, people would be like, no, Wonder Woman's, like, one of the original three, like, they were very upset. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Thor is also an original Avenger, so I don't want to hear no crap. But, um, uh, the, 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 in the movie universe, they're definitely going down that road now mm-hmm. that Wonder Woman, like, has lightning powers. Um...
1: It, uh, yeah, mm mm-hmm, it's very weird.
0: Um, yeah, Uh, but, uh, the the, so the good news is we are getting Wonder Woman 3, I'm excited for it just because I'm excited for all of these, um, Mm -hmm. I have a problem. These bring me joy. They spark joy, Marie Kondo. I'm not throwing any of them out.
1: I mean, okay.
0: Can you imagine if Marie Kondo came into our apartment and saw, like, my Funko shelf? And she was like, which of these spark joy? And I would be like, all of them.
1: All of them, every single last one of them. Yeah, yeah, we just need a bigger place. That's 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 our solution. That's fine.
0: In less good news for Wonder Woman, uh, at the Chinese box office, the Wonder Woman um, uh, initial launch wasn't great eighteen point seven million dollars, um, but. <laughs> Unfortunately, in its second week, that has dropped to just over a million dollars. The Wonder Woman box office dropped 92% from opening weekend to second weekend. Uh, I was talking earlier about how 48% drop for Monster Hunter isn't actually that bad. Mm -hmm. 92% for um, Wonder Woman in China is a disaster. This is the worst possible situation for them, Mm -hmm. as they were hoping that with Chinese theaters open and American theaters mostly closed, uh, at least in the big cities. That China would be making up some of the lost box office revenue. Mm-hmm. It is clear now that that is not going to happen. And not only will Wonder Woman not hit the ninety million dollars that the original made in China, I would be surprised if it hit thirty. Yeah. If I'm being completely honest, me too. Um, it's I think it's just over twenty now. Uh, and uh, if the weekend keeps dropping off the way that it has been, I can't imagine it's going to find ten million dollars in the rest of its run.
1: The only thing I can think of is that just because there are not a lot of new movies coming out, that it will... It, maybe it'll hold steady?
0: Well, as, as uh, there aren't a lot of new movies coming out uh, stateside, but uh, there is actually uh, uh, movies coming out in China. Oh. Uh, the Hong Kong action movie Shockwave 2 opened this weekend in China. Uh. Uh, it opened to $65 million opening weekend in China. It was a huge wow. success. Um, and uh, the... Uh, a youth fantasy film, Dream of Eternity, also a Chinese film, opened uh, to 38.9 million. Both of those films are doing extremely well, and um, are they are Chinese films that we know just based on the last few years that other than a few American poles, Chinese people prefer to support Chinese cinema. Uh, and Chinese cinema in the last decade has become really competitive Mm -hmm. with American cinema, uh, as far as, um, just budgets and cinematography and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and China's putting out really incredible, incredible films right now. Um, and they play to their audience. They play to the country (laughs) that they are coming out in. Mm -hmm. And there are Chinese films that are making international money just within China because it is the largest, uh, potential box office in the world Mm -hmm. with over a billion people there. Yeah. and so the um the 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 path forward for one woman does not seem to be there in china it just doesn't and that is very unfortunate because it doesn't look like without china they're going to be able to turn a profit on this film yeah. uh and they're going to be touting how great it was for HBO max for years to come because that's the only good news really for them yeah um we're,
1: we're never going to hear the end of that
0: the interesting uh, story is that soul the disney pixar film uh that we saw on Saturday night and enjoyed quite a bit. Yeah. um, uh, Opened to $5.5 million in China. uh, But that is being uh, slightly tempered by the fact that they were in very few theaters. Uh, They were given a limited release within the country because that's just kind of how China works. The Chinese, um, there's like a film law. Board lobby that decides where you play. Mm-hmm. Um, but Seoul, after opening there, has received incredible r- ratings and reviews in China. Okay. Um, it has incredible word of mouth. Uh, this is from The Hollywood Reporter. Seoul has a rating of 9.6 from Mao Yan, 9.5 on Alibaba's Tao Piao Piao, and I, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing those, uh, and a 9.2 on Du uh, Duban is uh, typically the harshest critic on everything. Yeah. Um, and for it to have over a nine is apparently, like, really good news. Wow. Um, the last Disney movie to do, like, surprisingly well in China mm-hmm. was Coco. Um, oh,
1: okay, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Which that was is, a few years ago. Yeah, but it also had uh, similar themes around, um, talking about death. Yes. And um, life after death and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm curious to see if Soul has the potential to become a sleeper hit in china the way that coco did coco made huge money and ran for a long time mm-hmm. uh, i was actually really surprising how well the film did uh over an extended period of time in that country mm-hmm. um so yeah uh, it looks like soul might uh if soul is able to expand soul could actually overtake wonder woman pretty quickly uh yeah. based just on strong word of mouth there
1: yeah uh, yeah that wouldn't surprise me mm-hmm. um yeah i i don't i don't think wonder woman is going to keep making money <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, Wonder Woman, uh, it, it's sitting at about $85 million worldwide, which is pretty good. Um, it's in, in the pandemic world, $85 million worldwide is 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 not bad. Yeah. Um, but noticeable that it's $85 million worldwide is barely over the $65 millions that Shockwave 2 just made in China in one weekend. And the, the, the thing is, the truth is that there is money to be made right now mm-hmm. in the box office. There is money to be made. You just kind of have to put out a movie that resonates with people. Yeah. And it doesn't look like Wonder Woman 1984 is doing that. Um, And part of that is um, becoming obvious in the fact that it has lost its certified fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, For those of you who don't know, uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a system where if you're above a certain percentile, uh, you are certified fresh. Meaning that uh, the majority of critics like it, we're going to say that not only is it above that 60% threshold, certified as being like this is probably a good movie you're probably gonna have a good time with it Mm -hmm. uh this is that sticker that you see on films when you're at a best buy when you're just walking around aimlessly because you have nothing else to do or at least used to before the pandemic i don't know what people do to walk around aimlessly now (laughs) just around their block target's still open you can go to a target that's an essential service not here well no wonder (laughs) they tried wonder walmart wonder walmart um But, uh, initial reviews for the film were very strong, leading it to a certified fresh rating. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it quickly fell once more reviews came out and it is now sitting, uh, it's still above the 60% score, uh, it's sitting around 80%, um, and then, or sorry, it it later plummeted to around 80%, uh, and then it's, uh, dropped to now 68%, I was like 80%
1: seems high.
0: 68% is barely above the threshold to be considered fresh. Which um, is is fine. It's it's not great for the movie, uh, especially after the fact that uh, the first Wonder Woman was in the high nineties.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, like
0: well, the first Wonder Woman was like an event.
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah, female superhero, female director. It was a big like Mm -hmm. turning point, I think. Um,
0: And the majority of people love it. Yeah. I love it. I love that movie. Other than one action sequence at the end of the film, you know what I mean. Like every, every, every everything else about the movie, I really enjoy.
1: I just have a problem with how it all ended, and like yeah, me too. when that's like the last impression mm-hmm. of the movie, like you know, it's kind of it's it's tough because like I'm sitting here thinking, oh, I want to put on a superhero film. It's probably not going to be Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be like I would put on Thor Ragnarok, or I would put on. Um, you know, Endgame or Black Panther or something like you that. You would just
0: casually put on Endgame?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I only saw it once, and I feel like so many things happen, and I, I need to watch it again.
0: I can't casually watch Endgame.
1: No, <laughs> no, no, I no, can't, no, no,
0: like, ca- like I, I'm sorry. I, I can't just put on Endgame. I cannot just put on an emotionally traumatic three-hour experience. I mean, okay. <clears throat> you don't just casually go on the world's craziest roller coaster. You have to prepare. You have to know that you have a chunk of time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turn your phone on, do not disturb. Yeah,
0: you don't just casually watch the red wedding. Like, oh, I do. That's I love gonna it. that's gonna affect your I day. It. I love it. <laughs> Clark, you. Oh God.
1: I, I have literally just put on the light of the seven sequence many times just to watch that like eight minutes. I love it.
0: now that scanning the chat says watch Endgame eight times it becomes pretty casual after that you're wrong I have have seen Endgame I don't know how many times if I'm being completely honest I saw it five times in theaters and I've seen it since so I don't know I've yet to watch that movie without crying Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's tears of sadness sometimes it's tears of joy sometimes it's just fist pumping I'm fist pumping so hard that like I'm just like water shoots out of my eyes (laughs) like I I don't know but like I have yet to get to a point with Endgame where I can just like casually put it on.
1: All right, that's fair. That's I, fair. I rescind. Uh,
0: that's trauma.
1: I rescind. You okay?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about Endgame and I'm not. Okay. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: But like the scene with Morgan and the hamburger. <laughs>
1: Stop it. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> something else. Um, let's, yeah. <laughs> casual crying.
0: Madeline he says, I still cry, but it is a casual cry. Okay. What's a what is a movie that makes that makes you casual cry?
1: I don't know if I've ever casual cried at a mm. movie. Like it's 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 all or nothing. You know what I mean? Like the first movie that ever made me cry was um, Monsters Inc. And I was a mess. You know what I mean? Like I
0: Monsters Inc. Wow.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. When I thought that Sully wouldn't see Boo again. I was wrecked. That's so we late. we saw it in theaters. Yeah. You, I, that I remember distinctly.
0: You were like, you would have been like 10. Yeah.
1: Yeah, about You didn't that.
0: cry at any of the Disney movies growing up? You didn't cry when, spoiler alert, but when Simba died, or when Mufasa died?
1: I do now. But as a kid, no, I don't remember ever crying to a movie. You were
0: a monster. <laughs> Okay. M- I'm sorry, but Mufasa Dying was like the trauma of my childhood.
1: I mean it made me sad as a kid, but like I had never like cried emotionally to a movie until we went and saw Monsters Inc. in theaters. And and now now I I can't watch Lion King without crying. But like when now I, I can.
0: That's one I've seen enough.
1: But like I I don't know. I was a cold child.
0: <laughs> well you're a cold adult, so it makes sense. Um <laughs> All right, Wally. I didn't cry at Wally, but I do love Wally.
1: Wally is very good.
0: I cried. I cried. I. I <laughs> I've never seen Up.
1: Yeah, David hasn't watched past like the first twelve minutes of Up.
0: I've never gotten past the opening sequence of Up. <laughs> I have no idea what happens after. I know there's a talking dog, <laughs> and that's all I know about that movie. But I, I get to the point, you know the point, um, yeah. and I, I have never watched the movie past there. I turned it off and walked away. I was like, I can't. I literally can't. I don't know how to know what the rest of this is.
1: Wow. We're going to have to watch Up sometime.
0: Yeah, we're probably going to have to. But I'm like crying right now. Oh my god. <laughs> like, I just, that movie, it's so
1: sad. Dark Dispatch says that for girls, estrogen kicks in around 10 and 11. I know, volt, so and I'm
0: just sense. emotional. I'm just <laughs> emotional. I just started crying thinking about the beginning of Up.
1: Jesus. I mean, fair. It is very upsetting.
0: I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were joking, because there's the video online now of me crying to the Rebel Squadron trailer, and, like, people are like, oh, wow, you're going to cry on the internet. I'm like, oh, guys, it's just the beginning. Just you wait. Just you wait. If we're going to keep doing trailer reactions, the number of trailers I have openly weeped to is sad. (laughs) Or, like,
1: in a review, like, we're going to, like, if we had done a review for Endgame, like, if if that had come out, like, this year, like, yeah, yeah, there would have been tears. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: when we, when we went to, um, when we went to Disney... In January, we went to Galaxy's Edge and we turned around a corner um, and we weren't in Galaxy's Edge yet. We were still in like Disney Park, um, just like the general like walk around section. And we turned a corner and I saw this like bridge and I had I had seen someone do a walkthrough of Galaxy's Edge. And I saw that bridge. and I was like, that's the bridge where when you pass under it, you're in Galaxy's Edge. And I started to cry because yeah. we were because I saw the entrance yeah. to Galaxy's Edge.
1: Yeah, I was there. <laughs>
0: I, like I, what is um, I'm an adult I'm, I am a married adult
1: you are and I love you <laughs> but really I do have a video of him crying in Galaxy's yeah. Edge it's great
0: I've cried a, uh, you, know what's a, you know what's a casual cry for me is Grey's Anatomy there are certain episodes in Grey's Anatomy I know I'm gonna cry during hmm. um, in, in like a good casual way and that's it's fine you know
1: I can't, like, I, I don't, I don't, I can't casual cry in a movie. It literally, like, it leads up to it, and I can feel it come in, and I try to stop it, and then my throat starts, like, hurting, and then it just, like, explodes out of me. I feel like
0: I casual cried during Soul.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I definitely sat there with tears running down my face, but I was, like, ruined inside, so. I, I can't really call it casual. There
0: was just stuff, there was stuff about New York that made me just casual cry, and that's, that's me right now just missing home. Yeah. Um. That's fair. Uh. So, like, yeah, there, there's, like, elements of that movie that weren't sad. It, yeah. They were just like, and this is New York. Like, they're they're on the subway at one point, and they pass the Silver Cup studio sign from behind. Mm-hmm. And I've just, I've been on that, I lived off that subway line for so long. And I was like, Silver Cup.
1: <laughs> I used to work there. I mean, I definitely almost cried when I finished Subnautica,
0: actually. Mm.
1: That, that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I cried playing Last of Us Part Two this year. That yeah, game me I cry. mean,
1: okay, that game is a lot though.
0: Um, what other great. games have made me cry this year?
1: Yeah, games are one of those things that are just like an emotional journey. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is there any other news?
0: Yeah, there is. I just want to talk about crying. I just want to cry. I want you know what? I, mean? I want to have a good cry. Can it's, we just have a good nice. cry? Can we, Can we just, watch Marley and Me?
1: Can we all just have a good? T- oh no, no, no we're gonna have a good cry it can't be animals because it just Marley and me is just rude
0: um it's just rude so in other news um the uh, Steam that um, arguably the most popular way to buy video games for PC Mm -hmm. Epic Games is trying to overtake it but uh, Steam is still number one Mm -hmm. at the moment um, although, y'all, if you if you haven't noticed, uh, Epic Games is giving away a free game every day. So if you want to open your Epic Games account every day, you can pick up a free game. Mm-hmm. Um, the best ones are already behind us, uh, except they are giving away that Jurassic Park game on the 31st. Mm-hmm. So don't forget to pick that up, because it's, it's a free video game, who doesn't want that? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what was the game that I got for free that was great? Oh, I got Metro 2033, I'm very excited to play that. Yes. I've always wanted to, and I never have, and now Steam, or uh, Epic, sorry, gave it to me for free. Um, but Steam put out their uh, top selling games of the year list. Yes. Um, and there are some interesting titles on this list uh, and so, some things that you expect, some things that you wouldn't. Uh, the top sellers category, um, uh, the platinum top sellers, right? This is from my gen. we're only gonna talk about the platinum tier, the top of the top of the year. Mm-hmm. Platinum top sellers of the year on Steam, this is in alphabetical order, not in sales order. Okay. Um, number one among us, platinum seller of the year. Uh, Great for that game. Uh, Although I've heard that Among Us is now struggling because there's no way for them to make more money, but people are putting thousands of hours into it, so, like, their servers are cramped, but they're not... There's no, like, income. Ah. Um, Counter-Strike. Global Offensive. Platinum Top Seller of the Year. How is Counter-Strike still doing so well? I don't... Doesn't everyone... Like, who doesn't own this game at this point? How is it... We own it. Oh, never mind. Like...
1: I don't remember buying it.
0: Who... I, and it's nothing against Counter Strike. It's a it's a well made game, mm-hmm. but like, I don't understand who doesn't own Counter Strike. I feel like it just comes with computers now. <laughs> um, oh my
1: goodness! Cyberpunk twenty seventy
0: seven not surprising considering they've said they've hit 13 million. Mm-hmm. Destiny two, Doom Eternal, Dota two. I, I I was surprised to see Dota two is still selling that well, but good for them. Yeah. Uh, Fall Guys.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, this year it makes a lot of sense. Grand Theft Auto 5, of course, because...
1: Really? That game is years old.
0: Who doesn't already own it? This is my question. Like, <laughs> if you don't already own Grand Theft Auto, who's buying it this year? Yeah. Um, Monster Hunter World, which I'm happy to see. Go Monster Hunter World. Uh, All right. PUBG. Good for them. Okay. And uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Notably, to me, that's a lot of... um, Obviously, there aren't going to be any PlayStation games on here, so like Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Part II, those games Mm -hmm. won't be on here. Um, But uh, notably, a lot of those games came out in previous years. Mm -hmm. Um, There aren't a lot of new games in there other than the Independence and cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. Um, um, In fact, almost the entire rest of the list, other than the independent titles and cyberpunk, are all from previous years. So um, it's really interesting to see the way that steam works who's buying games on steam a lot of those were probably sold during sales and stuff like that so that does affect well yeah there's been some good
1: sales this year and also and also because of the pandemic people probably found themselves with more time on their hands Mm -hmm. if they lost their job or were working from home or something like that so it makes sense that that some old games found a bit of resurgence because people had the time to actually pick them up and play them now I kind of get that.
0: Yeah, and so as far as like, um, so the next area we're talking about is new releases. Mm -hmm. So the best-selling new releases on Steam this year uh, are a a lot of games that are noticeably not on the best-sellers of the year, which is really interesting to me. You've got Baldur's Gate 3, Borderlands 3, Command & Conquer Remastered, Mm -hmm. Crusader Kings 3, Cyberpunk is the the only one so far. Fall Guys is on here as well. Um, But Death Stranding, uh, oh, Doom Eternal was this year. Was it? Really? I thought Doom Eternal was 2019. Wild. Hmm. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So Doom Eternal is the other one that's in the top sellers of the year. That yeah. is also in new releases. Um, but like, like FIFA twenty one. FIFA 21's on the best sell uh, the uh the new releases list.
1: Wait, The Outer Worlds came out in twenty
0: nineteen. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay, well then this list might be a little bit. I don't know what they're considering new releases. Oh,
1: mean. maybe actually no. The Outer Worlds I think was only on Epic Games first, and then it came out on Steam.
0: Interesting. Uh, interesting if i'm remembering that correctly because that's what ha- that's what's happened with valhalla you can't purchase uh assassin's Creed valhalla on steam yet it's only on epic yeah um but um star squadrons there, there's there's great games on here this the, this list seems to be everything that came out mostly yeah. um, marvel's avengers kind of everything's on here yeah um but uh what was interesting to me was the most played category so uh, the oh, okay. most played category was what was the most hours right mm-hmm. um among us is on that list obviously of course counter-strike obviously cyberpunk 2077 obviously does he is this uh, okay is this starting to sound like the best sellers list
1: yes yes it is um
0: the only thing on here that i i've never actually heard of is life is strange 2 um life which is, is one strange. of the most played games of the year and i've never heard of it
1: i've never heard of it either
0: right uh chat if you guys know what life is strange 2 is let us know but i i it's I one love of the
1: terraria is on there
0: Yeah, well, Terraria is is a lot of hours. Yeah. Playing Terraria is an hour's in. Um, People in the chat are saying that it's great, uh, that they've played it.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. War Gamester is saying teenage girls equal Life is Strange 2. Are you saying they play it or that there are teenage girls in it and that's why men are playing it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's two very different... Oh, it's a teen drama. With timey-whiny powers.
0: Interesting. Interesting, blind seer. Cool. Well, it's... Yeah, I, I was just surprised to see a game be on the most played of the year. And I feel like I play a lot of video games. I spend a lot of time on Twitch around video gamers. Yeah. It's just odd to me that I've never heard of this game before. Yeah. Um, and it would appear on a, a list like this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, There's also there's also um, uh, Best uh, Easy Access Grads, which is um, games that left uh, Easy Access... Um, and, uh, then moved on to do very well after easy access. The reason Phasmophobia isn't on that list is because it has not left early access yet. But Hades was on that list as one of the best selling early access games that went on to be, um, the IGN's game of the year. Um, and, uh, it might be my game of the year too. You're going to have to wait until later in the week to check out my video game top five. Um, but I'm currently in the middle of Hades and Mm
1: -hmm.
0: holy crap. It's so good. Um, and then they also put out best of VR category, um, oh, cool. which is interesting. Uh, it's basically just every big VR game. Uh, and their last category was top t- top controller games, games that you can play with a controller.
1: That you can or you have to. No, that
0: you can. Like Cyberpunk's on that list, Dark Souls three, Destiny two, FIFA, Fall Guys, Hades. Okay. It's 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 just the best selling games that support controller support.
1: Okay, interesting. All right.
0: I, I just thought, we I, I mostly pulled that just because I was like, why?
1: Why that category?
0: Because you can play almost anything on Steam with a controller nowadays. Like, yeah. it's there's there's more games that you can play with a controller than you can't.
1: I would think so, yeah.
0: Yeah. Especially anything that's on consoles. Sir, just skip right over the VR <laughs> section. Well, John, you know, there's just not a lot to talk about in the VR section, John. It's It's the games that you expect. Like, there's nothing, there's no surprises there. It's Beat Saber. It's, I mean, I can pull it up. I can talk about it. <laughs> but it's it's literally it's it's uh Beat Saber, Blade and Sorcery, Bone Works, Half Life, Alex, the the ones price here is hot dogs, horseshoes, and hand grenades. I don't know what that is. Um, but Pavlov VR super hot. Uh, Skyrim VR, Walking Dead,
1: Skyrim VR.
0: So it's, it's yeah the the best of VR is um, the same best of VR that I feel like it's always been yeah vader Immortal is not um on steam misguided gamers yes neither is the uh none of the Star Wars content is all of the star wars vr content is through. exclusive to oculus
1: yeah
0: uh fallout 4 vr is not on that list blind seer yeah
1: um
0: uh yeah no fallout 4 vr is not on that list
1: hmm interesting
0: uh it, yeah Oh, John is saying there is a free Trials on Tatooine is on Steam and is free. I don't know what Trials on Tatooine is. I might have to check that out. That we sounds have a cool. we
1: have a new game to play.
0: Yeah, I've just I've just started my playthrough of the VR um um Tales from the Galaxy's Edge.
1: Yeah.
0: The new Oculus one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and uh, I'm excited to check it out.
1: hmm
0: I'm very excited to check uh to or to get further into that game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh because the beginning's fun. I'm just I'm still struggling with VR y'all. Yeah. Hurts my head.
1: Yeah, we, we can't yeah. play it for long periods of time. But. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm trying to figure out what it is. I You want to know something interesting? What? When I eat before, I feel better. But if I don't eat and then play, uh, I get a headache. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Huh. I mean, y'all, this show was mostly about Wonder Woman and what makes me cry, but uh, it feels like it was a fun show to yeah, get back good. to it after Christmas.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. I, you know what? We You should do... Um, instead of like your top five movies of the year it should just be like top five movies that make David cry
0: yeah I could do that <laughs> um
1: and then we'll watch them all in a day <laughs> and see if you still cry after the last one
0: <laughs> or if no I would like, I wouldn't, like, I, wouldn't. I, can't. I, I would maybe cry through the first two yeah but like once I've cried about something I'm kind of done for the day yeah like, I don't I'd... typically cry twice
1: that's fair you just need a good cry
0: yeah hmm that's not true no I've definitely no that's not true I, I yeah the right movies could do it
1: aww
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know we'll see we will have to see moving forward if mm-hmm. I can figure out VR because I like the thing is I like VR mm-hmm. and I like Beat Saber I can play Beat Saber for like hours it's just it's, it's weird it's like a Beat saber's is fine and then as soon as I'm like moving around a room yeah yeah I have a problem yeah um. Yeah. Y'all, we're this week is gonna be a fun week here. We are doing some extra stuff. We're gonna be live for the countdown for New Year's. Yeah. So is everyone else. Um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see about a way we can make that fun. Cause I think there's gonna be a lot of people live for the countdown.
1: Mm-hmm. Um.
0: And so. You know, we're gonna we're gonna have to figure them out. I think I might try and um, hook up some other streamers. Mm-hmm. so See if we can do like a joint thing. Yeah. Um. Just 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 to give people. Just to make people not have to choose. Um,
1: yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's fair. Uh,
0: but we are going to be doing... Uh, uh, the
1: final Twitch Sings. Twitch
0: Sings. Yeah, we're going to be doing some Twitch Sings on New Year's Eve Yeah. for the end for of the fun. year. That'll be on this channel, uh, on Nerdy Nightly. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're both streaming all week. I'm going to be playing Hades a lot because I want to finish this game before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're going to be playing a new game or Skyrim?
1: Today, uh, so I'm streaming later today and I really want to... Try Hades. So I think I might try that today, actually.
0: you can play Hades today? I think so. <gasps> Y'all, David is excite. Yeah. That's so fun. It's yeah. such a good game. I've been
1: saying that, like, Hades is the next game that I want to try on stream, so I oh, think i Oh, you're going to be today.
0: so frustrated, and I'm going to oh, get so much great. joy out of that.
1: Great. Here's the thing. I, like, you know, if, if, if it's a game like Cyberpunk where I can't stream it at the same time, then... Obviously, we'll cross that bridge, but I- I'm excited to try it.
0: It's it's one of those games where you have to like check chat between fights. Yeah. But you're not going to be able to fight and chat at the same time. No. There are full there are full there are full times on stream where I'm in a boss fight and I don't say a word other than no 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 for like five minutes. Yeah. Um, you need a no counter. But I think that I think that people enjoy watching streamers get wildly frustrated.
1: Great. Um, and well, so come check out twitch.tv slash Klaurus
0: Y'all, we are here every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern doing the Nightly Morning Show here on mm-hmm. twitch.tv slash Nerdy Nightly. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to that channel. We are trying to get to 1,000 subscribers so we can join the partner program.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: we're very far away from that right now, but we're going to get there. We're going <laughs> to do it. Uh, that I is the goal. It. And... Um, we just, we just want to say for all of our supporters, we, we appreciate everything. You, you are all the best, especially the members of our Patreon. Yes. You you don't know how much your support means to us, and yeah, uh, it helps us amazing. keep the lights on. Thank you. Um, but we are going to end the show here, and we are going to go do some other things for the channel maybe record some other stuff that you'll be seeing throughout the week Um, but if you do want more content today go over to our YouTube I made a review of Marvel's (laughs) Realm of Champions it's going to go live uh, in a couple of hours for our live viewers it's probably already live for you Uh, the MOBA game that just came to mobile the sequel to Kabam's Marvel's Contest of Champions uh, that review will be up on the YouTube today and I hope you go check that out Um, and um, yeah. yeah it's a video game and it's free and I have thoughts on it do you have anything else you want to plug here at the end?
1: Um, no, other than the fact that you are still being sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends at the moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we, uh, you know, if if you have an extra email address and you would like to download and play through the tutorial of Raid Shadow Legends, um, it would help us immensely. If we can at least get to 10 people to download and play it, then we make a little bit of money, which would be uh, very helpful. Um, so <laughs> please do check that out. It would mean a lot to us. Um, and I think that's it. Um, we All hope right. to see you sometime this week.
0: As we always say, my name is David Webb.
1: I'm Arielle Edwards.
0: Do something nerdy tonight. Bye-bye. Bye,
1: guys.